World Prayer Center and the Praying Family Chapel presents Dominion 2017. Divine encounter to your next level. Five weeks prayer and fasting is starting on the 27th of February to 31st of March 2017. Morning and evening sessions. Host is Prophet Nanaseyo Pukusakone. Fasting is a personal commitment to renounce the natural and to invoke the spiritual. So the more you stay out of the pleasure, the more the spiritual is activated. And now, the message. Everybody say fasting. fasting. Hallelujah. How crucial and how important it is in our time that everybody must endeavor to make sure that you are involved in this exercise. What is fasting at all? The ABC of fasting, you have to, you have to take people back to the basis. One of the things I've seen about the charismatic is that people can come to church and because of the high, high level, you would think they know. You see, when you smoke weed, you, you, <laughs> why are you laughing? You, you, you become high, 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 but your under is longo, longo, you don't have anything. And you can be a spiritual weed smoker. You can be walking and as if you, 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 you see some people are very shallow, but when you look, you, you think they are deep. So today, pretend as if you don't know anything. Let him that think he knows, knows that he knows nothing yes, as he ought to know. And it's always important to come to the presence of God with humility and come like a child so that you can learn new things. Are you getting the point now? God doesn't teach professors, he teaches children. That is why in the kingdom of God, you must be converted as a little child before you receive the grace for greatness. Come as if you don't know anything. Nim, 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 so when you come, you think you know, you know, you know, you end up not knowing anything. So what is fasting? Hallelujah. Huh? It's a willful abstinence from natural pleasure for spiritual purpose. I'm giving you about four or five definitions. Number one, fasting is a willful abstinence from natural Pleasure. Is it pleasure or pleasure? Willful abstinence. Everybody say willful. So nobody's going to force you to do it. You willingly decide. I am abstaining from natural pleasure for spiritual purposes. Willful abstinence from natural pleasure. So when you are fasting, things like television, things like watching cantanta. Uh, a brobear, all those things are natural pleasures. Watching movies, watching uh, what are the things you watch? The Indian film that they are speaking to. I have, ne- I have never understood. The first time I saw it, I said, ah, how can this be? And the Indian man said, and Joshua, how can you be sure that what he's saying is the- okay? Let me get out of that. Are you getting what I'm talking about? I, my wife, I said, no, put it off. This is nonsense. Fasting is a willful abstainment from natural pleasure for spiritual purposes. Have you written it down? Now, fasting is a personal commitment to renounce the natural and to invoke the spiritual. In fasting, you renounce the natural to invoke the spiritual. So the more you stay out of the pleasure, the more the spiritual is activated. Because they are contrary one to the other. Huh? Remember what Paul said in Galatians? Walk in the spirit that will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lasted against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. So when you are coming to the place of fasting, it is a natural commitment to abstain from all pleasures. Everybody say pleasure. Sexual pleasure. You don't want me to talk about it, but I'll talk about it. Television pleasure. Now, let me tell you, everybody look at me. Some people are doing fasting, and they try to get some activity so that the time will go fast. <laughs> no, hey, football, kakainya, not the market, okay. We read Ghana versus Brazil, and Romania by 90 minutes. <laughs> you are wasting your time. 
you are wasting your time. Because in fasting, all the things you'll be doing during pleasure, you spend those time in the word and in prayer. So you don't fast to just do some things to just make time run so that when the sits on floor, you bounce on food. No. I come here and talk about different kinds of fasting. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Yeah. Somebody say amen. So we are coming and bring you to the basics. Somebody say the basics. the basics. Fasting. Somebody say fasting. fasting. It's the dedication to a period of time to devote oneself to spiritual priority of prayer without food. Is it too long? Did you catch it? Everybody said dedication to a period. So you don't fast forever. The way you say in a fasting day, it's just a period in your life. It's just a time in your life, a period in your life. But you just dedicate that time to God. So you are not fasting for nobody fast for 365 days. It's a period. And that period will pass. I'm going to show you in a moment that fasting is preparing your stomach to receive food again. Fasting is giving your digestive system break. I was saying something in there. Uh, I was saying something. You see, there are some of the things that science taught us. There are some, if you're a logic thinker, there are some things you see. Okay. They say when you run, you will grow old. It is like saying that when your car is motor and it's going speed, the car will live long. Think about it. So you wake up, there's nothing wrong in exercising. But there are some things you do that science has programmed you. It is not the way God programmed you. It's not in the Bible. Apostle Paul said, bodily exercise profited little. So no matter how you do the biceps, the profit is still little. So you don't live long by running. You live long by resting. And fasting is one of the means you rest. It keeps you in a state of rest. Jesus Christ. Abstinence. How important is fasting? That is why when you are sick, God gives you a false fast. Have you noticed anytime you are sick, you lose appetite? Yes. Because the sickness is caused by food. So anytime you are sick, you are eating, you are feeding your sickness. One of the longest live animals is alligator. I was in California and I studied a little about alligators. Alligators go into some kind of incubation for six months. They don't eat. Go and study and Google about alligator and learn them. And during those times, they don't eat anything. They just go into six months without food. Number two, you will notice that animals live longer than human beings. According to the calculation of years God gave to them to live. Because animals only eat when they are hungry. You give your dog a food. And even some of the dogs, eh, when you mix their times of eating and you give them food after that, they will eat it. It is only you that can eat cocoa in the morning plus cocoa. When your digestive system is still trying to work on that on your way, into the office, then somebody can in Katikeke major then And the ones who are going, somebody come with Dakwa. They say Dakwa. Then hey Dakwa. Then you see, so we eat. Oh, oh come on. What could do office now? Breakfast around 10 o'clock. Then the woman come there with fuller. If you are pretending you don't know what I'm talking about. If you don't fast willingly, God will operate fasting for you. But when God forces you to fast, it comes with difficulty. The benefits of fasting, it will take me 365 years to preach it. it the benefits of fasting. One doctor said 40 days of fasting is equivalent to 40 years added to your life. 
fasting is the only means that you get your natural system back. For instance, by the time you finish fasting, any time from 21 days to fasting, your stomach reverses back to like a day-old baby. So anything that has been there that is not put there by God must burn to ashes. Fasting. I am not even talking about spiritual. I'm just talking about the natural benefit of fasting. It destroys all the dead cells inside you. That is what Moses fasted for. 40 days and 40 nights twice. The Bible says his eyes were not dim. His natural faces were not abated. Which means at 120, there was no wrinkles in Moses' face. Only fasting can do that. The first scripture Jesus quoted is, man shall not live by bread alone. So to live by bread is the most dangerous thing you can put your life in. Do you know your major problem in life? King's stomach. Where does your stomach start? It starts from here. This is the beginning of your stomach. So this thing you see here, there is a tube connected it that right to your stomach. And even when your stomach don't want it, this thing will take it. This thing you see here has five tastes. This thing here. It has five tastes on it. I don't want to go into it now. This one. The Bible says everything has been tamed. Horses, sheep, only this thing cannot be tamed. This one. The Bible call it unruly evil. Tank. Horses mouth can be controlled by beat. They say a big sheep needs a radar to turn it, but the tank no man can tame. So if you tame your tank, you have tamed your life. Oh, today a scripture jump out of the spirit. Hot man is in another life and want to see many days. Let him keep his tongue from evil and his tongue from speaking God or speaking negative. So if you control your tongue, you have control your future. That is why the Bible says, even a fool, when he keeps quiet, is considered wise. The guy was in the timetable and the list of foolish people. But when he kept quiet, God added him to wise people. That is why people that don't like talking, they limit their faults. But some of them too can be very dangerous. <laughs> now, being quiet does not mean you are humble. Let's get it clear. It's just a temperament. And no temperament is wrong. If you don't talk and I talk, it doesn't mean something is wrong with me. <laughs> because God is the one who created temperament. So no temperament is wrong. We are not talking about that. But naturally, people that don't like talking, they limit their fault. Yeah, for instance, anger is not a sin. Do you know when you get angry, it's not a sin. It is your action after the anger that makes you sin. The reason anger is not a sin is that God gets angry. So if anger is a sin, then God is sinning and God cannot sin. So anger is not a sin. That's what the Bible says, be angry and sin not. But the danger of that thing is like, Somebody said, go and lie by a naked woman, but don't touch her. <laughs> okay, if it's too deep, I take it back by the blood. <laughs> no, it, that, that is how it is, a man. <laughs> it's like magnet and pee. You put them there. You say, don't attract it. No. Which means that you will need a lot of to walk with God. And to become what God wants you to be, you will need willpower and discipline. Anytime I'm in a long fast, that is where you see the discipline aspect of it. For instance, any fasting that graduates from 30 days and above, you can only sleep for one hour. The last time God made me sleep for 30 minutes. 24 hours, you can only sleep for 30 minutes. And literally, I was crying. I cried. I was cursing, Lord, I can't sleep. It is amazing the way God responded. There is something interesting about God. If God is the one talking to you, you can talk back to him without being afraid. Anytime you hear somebody talk and you're afraid to reply, it's not God. Anybody that God spoke to in the Bible, no matter how, even Cain, when he asked, where is your brother? He said, am I my brother's keeper? There is a way God talks and you can talk back to him. I said, Lord, I can't sleep. He didn't say anything. He said, and 
Immediately, this we say, have you seen a military man on a war field sleeping? He said, where you are, if you sleep, you are in danger. He said, I've taken your sleep because of the level of the warfare you have gotten into. Sit down. When your time comes, you will understand. But we have to tell you the experience, but the benefit cannot be compared to the experience. The benefit cannot be compared. I'm telling you. Go respect fasting. If there is one of the things in the Bible, God respects is fasting. Because a willful sacrificial act. All the 40 days fasting giant in the Bible, I've been telling you, Moses, Jesus, and Elijah, all of them met on the mountain of transfiguration. It's not for foodians. That mountain is not for anybody that eat. The guys who eat and they went there, they talk about let us build three tabernacles. If you were a foodholic, you talk nonsense, holic. That is the way you do. No, that's what Peter opened his mouth. And the Bible says he didn't know what he's talking about. People came from the supernatural and said, Lord, it is good for us to be here. One tabernacle for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah, and the Abednego. Then she said, Mama. And the Bible said, You didn't know what you were talking about. When the crowd came, he was even afraid. I told you there is only one fasting prayer in the Bible that God didn't answer. One. The rest of he answered. Even that way, he pronounced judgment before the fasting. The only fasting prayer God didn't answer. When, when David slept with Bathsheba, the first child, when the child fell sick, David fell into ashes in fasting, praying that the child would be restored. And the child died. Because Nathan has already pronounced the judgment that the child is going to die. But later, God even did something that you can't find it in the Bible, but God told me. He said, even I have to compensate that fasting by making the one, the next boy that came after that boy to become the next president. Now listen, if there is anybody that should be chosen to stay in David's stead, it shouldn't be Solomon. Because his mother is, Solomon is a Pekinabolo boy, and there were legit, legitimate women there who was married. But God rejected all of them, and went ahead and took Bathsheba's son and make him the next in command. And give him the wisest man outside Christ who has ever lived. Hey, all this your one hour makers is a waste of time. The Bible said they give, there's nothing wrong with makeups, but you know that at a certain level of fasting, eh, you shine so much that adding makeups to it. We make you enter unnecessary temptation. <laughs> now listen. When they were giving all the makeups to the ladies, Esther was in fasting. He practiced fasting so much that when his favor was sleeping, he used fasting to stop the death sentence of Haman. Three days. And the Bible says when the king saw Esther, she obtained favor. So fasting brings natural glory into your face. When we say beauty, it is not makeup. It is beyond the natural. Because what will attract me may not attract this man. That is why love is a spirit. It is amazing to see one million women and fall in love with one. It's a spirit. I'm preaching. Hallelujah. Did I finish the third definition? It's what the dedication to a period of time to devote one, to devote oneself to spiritual what? Priority of prayer without food. Spiritual priority of what? Prayer without food. Now let me qualify this based on this definition. It means that a lot of people do this. The Bible never connected fasting with prayer. It is good to put them together, but you never say fasting with prayer. It is always fasting and prayer. There is a conjunction there. Which means that if you can pray without fasting and you believe God can hear you, then you must fast without praying. But if you combine the two, it's a mess. 
Fasting itself is a bomb. But if you add prayer to it, it becomes atomic bomb. Okay, let me come to your language. Fasting itself is a missile. But if you add prayer to become ballistic missile. So, it has power. But, if by chance, you are not able to pray the way you want to pray, the fasting itself is prayer. So, the fast that you are not eating, and you are going about that system where you are not having maka maka, walking around quiet, itself is prayer. Because at a certain level of fasting, things like, oh Lord, bless Boatima. Oh Lord, favor Jenny. Oh Lord, prosper Teresa. Those statements can be very powerful. Cannot be undermined. A fasting Christian is a threat to the devil. Oh, can I say this? Fasting is the fastest way to tear the devil's kingdom down. Fastest way to tear his kingdom down. He fears it. Anytime you start fasting, Satan has started to run his stomach. That's why when you wake up in the morning, he wants you to eat. He kicks you with what is called habit hunger. You, the day you are not declared fast, he doesn't mind you. Now, watch this, watch this, watch this. <laughs> Do you know that Satan didn't mind Jesus? He was not his subject. Twelve years old, you never hear Jesus have any encounter with the devil. Twenty-two, twenty-three, until he went to fast for 40 days and returned. Satan mm. said, mm, this guy, we have to check him out. I have to check him. The Bible says he was tempted for 40 days. Now let me tell you this. Let me diffuse this from your mind. All of you want to fast and see an angel. If God decides to show you an angel, fine. But most fasting, eh, it is not angels you see. Let me say this. I'll put it in a certain way theologically to make theological sound. sound. Make it theologically sound. Fasting attracts spirits. And to go deeper, it attracts the devil's attention. So anytime you are fasting, the things that come around you is satanic forces. So Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. The first voice we heard was not an angelic voice. After 40 days and 40 nights fasting, the first voice he heard was the devil's voice. God spoke to Jesus on baptism and said, this is my beloved son. But after 40 days and 40 nights, if you are the child of God, command this stone to be made bread. The reason is that the breakthrough is so huge that you must be tested. He fears, he fears, he fears. Satan fears fasting than anything else. A fasting Christian is a threat to his kingdom. And number two, when you are fasting, you cannot tell what God is using your fasting to do. He will still answer your prayer, but it goes far beyond your expectation. Amen. That is why Jesus Christ said that fasting has a reward. Fasting has a reward. Say that with me. My fasting will be rewarded. Say that my fasting will be rewarded beyond your imagination. There are some people eh, they are fasting as if their marriage is delaying, their destiny delaying. When the breakthrough starts, that is why that is why you can see some people God is blessing them and it's almost bonfire. Some people, the price they are paid, eh? now they don't have time to pay those price, but it is enough to take care of them. Remember your creator in the days of your youth. It means that do it when there's an opportunity to do it. They told Billy Graham, 
If God gives you opportunity to become a young man, what will you do? Everybody say, I'll say, I'll do crusade every week. He say, I'll fast, pray, and read my Bible more. So if you are young, then you learn a lot of lessons from it. Somebody here, what I'm talking about. If there's anything the enemy is attacking our generation, is this one. Food, 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 food. Let me put it this way. Another one. Huh. Requirement of fasting. Fasting is not just mixing a meal. Huh? When you mix a meal, it doesn't mean you are fasting. Requirement of fasting. It's not just mixing a meal. It, it, it means that when you jump breakfast and you don't eat and you eat lunch, it doesn't mean you are fasted. So let me tell you, there are different kinds of fasting. I'll come back and teach you the absolute fast, the total fast, uh, the normal fast. The ones you do, you eat every 24 hours. Uh, it's a type of fasting. But the emphasis I'm talking about, if you want to get the full benefit, it is living with water alone for some days. That is where you get the full benefit of fasting. Your body goes through the detoxic system. God God wash away the impurities. Now, we will talk about a little bit about the difficulties in fasting. It may happen or it may not. Some people fast, they vomit. Some people fast, they feel feverish. Some people fast, they, they, there are all kinds of feelings. Anytime you have those feelings, it shows the impurities in your body. That must be eliminated. This is one thing that I've seen a lot of you do when you are fasting. It is important that when you are fasting, you drink a lot of water. Because it's the water that does the cleansing in the body. Some people be holding water under you. This one is very small. This one, I don't know where they got the bottle from. Do you have the big ones? Eh? Anytime I'm fasting, you see the big, who has a big bottle? The, I don't normally use, there's a water I use in fasting, it's called Volvic. It's a foreign water. Because most of the Ghana water. Anytime I'm fasting, in 24 hours, I drink about almost a carton of this. No, even when we are fasting, you do see the way I drink water here. Yes. It is important that you drink a lot of water. To flush out all the sickness in your system. Because when you are fasting, you lose fat. For instance, in fasting, when you are living only water, every day you lose one pound. So when you start fasting, you are 80 pounds. And you go through 40 days of fasting. By the time you go through 40 days of fasting, at least you should lose 40 pounds. That is when you are not working in prayer. When you walk to pray, you lose more pounds. So in fasting, you burn a lot of fat in your system. And your digestive system goes to a rest. And when they go to rest, eh, you will go through first three days. Hunger will leave you. Between three to seven days, depending on your, your system, weakness will leave you. And then by ten days, hunger will leave you completely. Now when hunger leaves you, you don't want to hear the scent of food. When hunger leaves you, habit hunger will come occasionally. It is also important that when you are fasting for more than 10 days, after 10 days, stop drinking room temperature. Drink warm water. So the water is a little bit boy in a flux. You put a little one, you mix it with uh, water, not hot, warm, and then you drink it. It takes away a lot of things. Now, when you go through that system, by the time you get to, in fasting, when you get to seven days, you can easily get to 40. When you get to 40, you can easily get to 21. Anybody that hit 21, you can easily get to 40 days. Because by the time you are in 40 days, hunger has left you. You don't want any, you don't have any appetite for food. Hunger can only return after 40 days. Huh? Are you getting it? So it is not as difficult. Jesus Christ, listen to me. Jesus Christ didn't fast as a God. He fasted as a man. Because of the flesh, he was hungry. God never get hungry. The most scientific statement in the Bible that Jesus was hungry. So it is important that for three days, you are only living on water. 
for seven days. It is after you have gone through those kind of fasting, then you come back to what you call six to six. That's why it's not a fasting. You only, you only skip a meal. And it gives you opportunity to pray well, but you will not get the full benefit because you only skip breakfast, lunch, and bounce on dinner. The danger about that fasting is that if you are not disciplined, you end up eating even more than when you are eating breakfast because by the time you get to dinner, around the, your appetite is very high. We you eat it. Give the Lord a clap of faith for food. Yes. So it's important that you go through it. Hallelujah. It keeps you very young. You'll be blessed. Don't think about what people say about you. You are not the first person. People say, hey, when you are fasting, go and hide somewhere. It's fine. It's always good that you hide somewhere. That's why this place is there. You get out of your environment. But David never cared about what people say about him. Psalm 109 verse 24. Watch this. He never cared. He never cared. He never cared about what. You want people to clap for you for growing fat? No. Look at it. Psalm 109 verse 24. My knees are weak through what? Now, everybody watch me. By the time you fast, and based on personal experience, that your knees are weak, it's nothing less than 30 days. The interesting thing you learn about fasting is that by the time you cost 21 days, you feel stronger than when you started the fast. That is where you see your rare body God has given to you. David said, my knees are weak through fasting and my flesh failed for fatness. Give me the NIV version. Wow. My knees give way from fasting. My body is thin and gaunt. It's thin. So David's flesh is gone. Do you enjoy the Psalms? Do you like reading the Psalms? Have you seen the product of the sun? My knees are weak with fastings. All the people that make meaning in the Bible, they're all fasting machines. That's not something you play with, though. I'm telling you. It is only fasting that can expose all the hidden sickness. There are some sickness that cannot be healed. It must be cast out. Because it's motivated by demons. It's not every sickness that you use medical science. They can't handle it. No, 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 no. It is fasting. It is fasting. Somebody was raped by a policeman in Canada and caught HIV from that. Fasted for 21 days and the thing vanished. You can't stay there. Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about? Now, give me David. Give me David. Go to the next verse. Look at it. Huh? This is the problem with many people. I am an object of scorn to my accusers. When they see me, they shake their head. So you can go and find people who say, I let them grant a hand. No. When your reward comes, they will understand. No. We return from fasting. Somebody walked here and donated how many? Two trucks has come here. 3,000 bags of cement. He never came to church here. And did over 100 doors to fix it on block A. With frames and architrave. Bring it. He doesn't come to church here. The Lord told me, without fasting, you will never get that favor. Fasting releases the favor of God. Listen, that is why I cannot have sleepless nights to build protest city. And we have not taken any loan from any bank. There is no bank chasing us. That we have agreement with every man collect his money. No. We, we have not collected any loan from any bank. We are hyper comfortable. We are not owing any devil dead or alive. But the secret behind it is what I'm showing you. Go and do it. Grace is free but it's not cheap. All the design he has been given by God. You don't have any special person. Okay, somebody say who designed the uh, 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 what do we call the landscape? No, everything. 
I tell them, put this building here, put this one, put this one, put this one. You see this auditorium? Huh? I was in the waiting when the Lord told me, don't make it an auditorium. I have a better plan for this one. Turn it to a Bible school. Huh? They are digging the thing. The plan is already there. You are eating too much. Your problem is overeating. Somebody's going to start a business by going to Dubai to bring things. You have never sat down to fast. So the thing doesn't work. You are going to blame this one, this one doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. Listen, I have 10 years planned for this ground. 10 years it has been delivered. Look at it in the kitchen. I like the way you are looking at me. If you don't follow, the Holy Ghost will not speak. Oh. There were prophets and teachers fasting. The Holy Ghost said, separate me, Paul, and Barnabas. Yes, for the ministry where I have called you. Mm. Separate me, Barnabas and Paul. The Holy Ghost said. Mm. You see, when you read Acts chapter 10, it talks about Cornelius. Now, in Acts chapter 10, the angel came and said, Cornelius, your prayer and your arm has come as a memorial. But it couldn't have been possible to have an angelic encounter as a gentile without fasting. Mm-hmm. That, that verse didn't tell us. Mm-hmm. Now, he sent at that time to go and call Peter. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band. Hallelujah. Now, watch this. A devout man, the one that feared God with all his house, which gave much arms to the people and prayed to God always. So the Bible only talk about his giving and his prayer. But he has to go and call a Jewish man who never go to Gentiles to come and preach. God gave a vision to Peter. Peter saw a beast of animals that are unclean. And God said, what I've called clean, don't make it, don't call it unclean. And based on that revelation, he went to Cornelius' house to preach. When he went there, in the welcome address, in the same chapter, verse 32, 33 and 34, Cornelius says something that I say, woo, it is, you couldn't have an encounter with that, this one. Give me verse number 30. Let me see something. Verse 30. Verse 30. And Cornelius said, four days ago, I was. So it couldn't have been possible to only pray and give it. He said, what made the angelic descendant come is that four days ago I was fasting. If you read it only on chapter 10 verse 1 and 2, you see, it is a welcome address that he told them that fasting was involved for the angelic visitation. Angels don't come to food your hands. I have been, it's not first experience. I've been telling you. I've been fasting at a certain point and I hear mass choir of angels singing in my room. Mass choir. Sometimes I come back and sing the songs to mass choir. Their voice is not the way the choir sing. This can't catch a voice. No. There is something interesting about their song. Eh? When they come to your presence to sing, for one week, the thing will still be in your room. You wake up and you hear the sound as if the tape is still replaying. And the presence of God. The presence of God. Mm. Somebody was coming to clean my bed in fasting and collapsed under the power. Mm-hmm. Tell somebody you are eating too much. Tell the person. Tell them, tell them, don't be afraid. Tell them you are eating too much. <laughs> Requirement of fasting. Fasting is not just missing a meal. Number two, fasting is not dieting. Ah, I'm on dieting. You don't use fasting to diet. Eh? Eh? Is that how they call it? Huh? Diet. And what I'm saying? You are not serious. Right, let me tell you something. If you are fasting, all this uh, new age technology on snack. If you are fasting, you want full benefit. Eh? Now, the Daniel kind of fasting, when the Bible says it doesn't eat any meat, eh? you must be somebody who is expert in what we call dieting. Because if you don't eat the proper food to get the proper nutrients in your system, you can break your system down. But water alone, because water itself is life. So it is better to stay with water and keep your life. So anything you do, for instance, if you are fasting, you are chewing gum, you are breaking the fast. Because the sugar in the gum alone is about 13 cubes. It is enough to break a fast. 
some of you are chewing gum, you are trusting, and then there's a there is a bucket of chewing gum in your dish. A pepra, pepra, pepra. Oh no, man, see chewing free man, no far from another tomb. A pepra, pepra. No one knows. You know, you are wasting your time. God knows you are not serious. You are not. All kinds of things people are fasting. Now only can cleanse you. I say no only no drink water. The reason is that you need the water to detoxify your system and flush out all the things in your system. I'll show you the chart of the fasting. The only thing you don't lose in fasting is blood. Your blood becomes very thin. Very, very thin. All the impurities will flush out. Everything, very thin. It is difficult for a fasting Christian to be sick. You learn to go through this 13 days, 14 days, 21 days, you do it. I have read about people, Dr. Ten, at the age of 72, fasted for 53 days. His second fasting, his gray hair became black. Black. And with all kinds of sickness, he lived to be 98 years. I've read many things about people who fast and pray. Prepare your stomach. Fasting is not dieting. Huh? Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Fasting demands the reading of the word and prayer. Fasting demands what? The reading of the word and prayer. You must pray and spend time in the word so that God can speak to you. Wow. How many are learning something here today? Mm. Mm. Fasting also demands dedicating a time for meditation. Everybody say meditation. Say meditation. Are you getting one after this book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth? That shall meditate on it. Meditation is a process of squeezing the juice out of the orange bowl. Huh? The Bible you read doesn't do anything until you meditate on it. Meditation is a process of turning the word up and down in your mind. You turn it, you flip it, you turn it. Can I say another thing? Meditation is not reading the word but eating it. Do you know you can't forget the food you eat yesterday night? So when you eat the word, you can't forget it. Then the man said, I find your head and I ate it. Meditation is the process of staying with the word until the rumor of the word comes to you. I naturally can take, wake up, sometimes I wake up in the morning and I can read one book. When I say one book, I can read the whole book of Philippians before I get up. And I can do that in about 15 minutes, 20 minutes. But when I want to really get light, it can take me one week to finish reading Acts chapter 1 to 4. It means every statement you stay there to find what God is saying. Meditation. So in fasting, you spend time to meditate on the word. Somebody say meditation. A lot of modern charismatic Christians don't know meditation of the word. That is why a lot of people cannot memorize scriptures. So people are here, all the scripture they can quote is John 3.16. And the second one, Jesus wept. Fasting requires spending much time in the word. Some say time in the word. Say time in the word. Yeah, time in the word. Anytime in waiting, sometimes read average of 40 chapters a day. Yeah. In long fasting, you must not spend less than five hours in reading the word. Sitting at a spot, five hours you are reading the word. There's a difference between reading, there's a difference between studying, and there's a difference between meditation. They are all not the same. There's a place you study the word. There's a place you read the word. There's a place you meditate on the word. So when you are studying, you can study out of a character. You can study out of a subject. So you can take a character like Abraham, and you are studying everything the Bible said about Abraham. Hello? That is why people can get a wrong prophetic word they cannot descend eyes of the devil. Because the accent test of every prophetic word is God's word. Amen. This one is called a sure word of prophecy. So when you lift up your Bible, it is the accent test to check whether what the prophet said is from God. That's all. There is no way the Bible says you shall tunkosia. So it is, I reject it in Jesus' name. 
Then you are running high skater. And then, hey, you did for me to go come small to three. Because you are near black. Then you are walking around depressed, oppressed. Because of, he said, man, people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Biblical knowledge, lack of biblical knowledge is putting them in a state of destruction. You he said, ah, 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 can I quote this one? Ah, exercise yourself into godliness. Steady to show yourself approved to God. A workman that didn't know to be ashamed. If you don't study, you'll be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. You are not being deceived by anybody. When you come to church, they give you a word you do. It's a confirmation of something in your spirit. You know that you know that you know that this is God's word. If a man is preaching, he has a demonic spirit. A lot of people are preaching with occultism power. You need discernment to catch it up. They are not of God. They are not of God. Not everybody speaking Jesus. Some of the Jesus, the message is not the Jesus you believe. Oh, there's a Jesus from Spain. No, it's a common name in Spain. One day I was sitting in one of the local flights here. I sat in the guy was sitting. His name was the Jesus. My heart said, hey, "What's your name?" He said, "Jesus." And he told me, he said, he said, common name is Spain. When you go to Spanish, a lot of people are called Jesus. Even Jesus, and there's another guy called Bar Jesus. He was more popular than Jesus himself. Now, the name Jesus and Yeshua and Joseph, they are almost like the same names. So when you say Jesus Christ of Nazareth, are you getting it? One day I was praying to the difference between Jesus and Christ. Christ is the anointed one. Let me not go there. It's to divert my message. So, some people, when you hear them say Jesus, it's not the Jesus you believe. There is a demon in the other side of the kingdom called Jesus. And that's what they believe. That's what they have all kinds of things. But to get that one, you will need discernment. If you tune your radio station and you want to catch Sony FM, and you try it on 88.10, it will never catch it. There is a frequency to get it. If you want peace, FM should be 104 point something. If you want to that's why all the media communication give every FM station a certain frequency. So if you want them, there is a frequency you must get in. If you want CNN on your DSTV, there is a particular channel you must get to get it. If you get to another channel, you can. So if you also want to get to the Holy Ghost channel, there is a particular frequency. And watch this. If you have the Holy Ghost and the person have a wrong one and you meet together, you see that the frequency is not the same. And that is called discernment. And Krofu, yeah, sorry, I'm going to hear about my spirit. It's like Bibi Waha and Nimi and Shia. It's like the frequency. And how do I know I'm born again? My spirit bear witness with the spirit of God. I'm a child of God. So if you don't have the chat or the spirit of God in you, our frequency will not be the same. Can I warn you with another thing? Tell me share my name. Where we are, you have to be careful who lay hands on you. You can go to some place, by the time they put their hand on you, you have picked a demon. What is laying on of hand? Contact and transmission. So when I put my hands on her, if I have a wrong spirit, it will catch into her. The way Joshua, Moses laid hands on Joshua, and the spirit of wisdom entered Joshua, if Moses carried a wrong spirit, it will enter into Joshua. I have cast demons from people, and the Lord told me, he got it by laying on of hands. When the minister to a lady said, I started committing adultery. I don't know what was happening to me, but I was committing adultery in Bradley life. And I traced it and God spoke it by. I said, you went to a meeting in this place? Say yes. The pastor lay hands on you. So when he lay hands, he transferred the spirit of adultery. And the pastor was the first to sleep with her. And the thing began to continue. Discernment. It's not something that, you see, Africa, we don't have discernment. That is not what we are talking about. Discernment has nothing to do with the physical appearance of the person. Because most of the people you think they are witches, they are not. A witch can be a small girl in the house troubling everybody. And you need discernment to get it. I went to one of my friend's house. His, his, his cousin or somebody died and he went to pick his children. 
the last born, they transfer a witchcraft of 90 years to the boy. So when I call, I say, I call away, Kai. Until when I said the supernatural, sometimes a boy, I call out, to be masubu, no, So you see that the supernatural was manifesting. I say, there's a witchcraft. So most of the people in Miruana, some of them are here. Some of them are here. No, 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 in your bed, you here. No, the Queen of England is almost 80 years, 90 years. He's still wearing high hair. You're midway, you be. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, here. So poverty can make you look like a witch. But you are not a witch. Oh, yes, yeah, sister. That's the truth. But most of the rare witches, sometimes they can even come to church and be close to pastors. Yes. Yes. Those who pray, they like a fireplace. Where the prayer is going on, and they can come close to pastors. Except somebody like me, I will kill you. <laughs> oh no, don't mess around. I told my wife, I said, This one, I'm giving you a few time to vanish. Amen. And before then, they vanish. No. If you look at a man who likes the God's presence like me, you don't, they can come. Crocodiles like hanging around water, and water means life. So they love to hang around pastors so that they can do their manipulation. Sometimes they come on an assignment to sleep with the pastor and quench his fire. They come. They will come and they will serve. They are very hard working. They take dominion around them and nobody should come around. And they are there. When you see somebody who is in the monopoly, check them very well. Are there. We know it by discernment. They can come around. They hang around men of God. Sometimes they come with the spirit. Sometimes they come by sponsorship. They give you money. They give you this. They give you that. They are ready to serve. They pack tomatoes and arrange it and bring it to you. They are on assignment. I've seen it. They said. Because of the ornament of your perfume, that is why the virgins love you. So they come and their target is the anointing, not you. And they can kill it. You think Delilah loves you? Your star is different from his star. So his hand is your dreadlocks, is the target is the oil. And to remove your eyes so that you cannot see to fulfill your assignment. It has no change. Something so was physical, our own spiritual. That is why if you are a pastor, pray without ceasing. And if you are a young pastor, you are not married, don't look at physical appearance. They can trap you. They can pretend they are spiritual. A lot of pastors have married witches. They will destroy you completely. Before I be you'll be going off. I've seen it. Me, when I get to the spirit, you can't pretend, you can't predict what I will do. It is very unpredictable. I'm very unpredictable. When you see me in the spirit, you have to be careful what you do around me. Because I will disgrace you to your toe. Big time. I was telling my wife, when I return like this, my spirit is sensitive. No, I will suck you right now. They come around because it, that is the purpose of the thing. You come, you come around in the office, some girl is around you as if it's a helper, trying to pretend he's more nicer. And you see, they manipulate you and you start telling your marital problems to them. And they appear like they are better than your wife. I'm just helping somebody here today. The Lord just told me somebody's eyes is open. No more no more I'm I don't know. Oba, no be you coat. No aba. Um, I don't know. Are you okay? Are you? I, I wish I can do everything for you. Me, me And the You see, one day I was in a waiting. I wake up and I fell down and I crawl to go and weary. 
I came back. Two days to end the fast and the Lord said, if you break it, it is useless. Where you have come to, it's better to die in it. This is what we call, if I perish, I, I perish. God gave me that topic. I've never preached it. When I finished lying that helpless, the Lord said, you must have the pain so that when, the, when you are going to sin, you remember that when you sin, all these things are canceled. That is why God cannot anoint you unless he trusts you. So God doesn't release his anointing, boom, not the amount. He moves it in pieces. That is how he does it. And anointing the straight doesn't come by fasting and prayer. What brings anointing is holiness. It is why you are living a holy life. And when you fast, then you make the oil sharp. But what you release the oil is about Jesus. Because you have loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, the Lord your God has anointed you. Am I making sense? So some of you, they come around, oh, I want to marry you. So did you achieve Sorry. But why yet? It's demon that has entered the guy. And you don't have discernment. That is a lot of you finish marriage and you are shocked. Because all along the guy is pretending. And there is something in a man that he wants to sleep with a woman, they can go the extra mile. A lot of you are here, you are prayerful, you love God, but you are not sharp. And you don't have discernment. And you can't pick it up. No. You see, your spirit must pick it. No matter what is buying for you, your spirit must pick it up. Fast. No matter the way it's pretending to be committed, it must register. Something in you will be very uncomfortable. I'm struggling with you. Hmm? One day I told one of my secretary, Ben Pass, he Oh yeah, the bat. Me no who who is here. The office where me they are chill. Musamere. Martin was there. I left the office for one year. I didn't go there. He was yellow. He I dashed the office <laughs> because I'm not the one employed. I couldn't fire her, so take the office. The day they they saw it, they fire her. I came to the office. I told her, I say, we don't agree. You are not in my frequency. You are a good Christian. But there is something about two I can't put my finger on. And if I can't put my finger on, there's something to about God. It's not every time He gives details. Amen. You cannot afford to make another mistake. So stop the eating. God told me, don't waste your time on people who are not ready to sustain oil. This is the way Jesus put it. Don't spend that which is precious on swines. You must give it to people that can sustain it. We are all sitting here, but not everybody has expectation. Some of you are here for trial and error. When you have expectation, it will not be cut off. God will meet it. That's so why I say get aggressive, get violent, violent faith, violent giving, violent prayer, violent praise. One of the days, because God showed me, church praises is not to shake your body, it's to give God opportunity to fight your enemies. And when Jehoshaphat and the people begin to sing and praise, God set ambushment. No pride this week. Don't pretend you know something. You don't know anything. Ministry, you don't know anything. Jesus Christ spent 18 years in three years ministry. 
18 years. Do you know how I know that? We saw Jesus first time in the temple at the age of 12. And he was arguing with the doctors of the law. And they were amazed about his understanding. We never heard of him again until 30 years. When you subtract 12 from 30, you get 18. And he did ministry for 23 years and vanished. So every 18 years is equivalent to three years. Now, as I watch this. When you saw my mission headdress, they beat mission on the bed four years. Seamstress. So we tell you, we can say, we have a shape in here, and we have to do bed 10. Senior apprentice, because for baby, we are poor, that's it too. Oh, 10 years, not two. But so to me, two be at the end of a chiano. Now, Madam said, I'll cry, dear, me name, say, me name, yeah, obey your husband. Or how be brave. Into master, you'll be at the man and say, Pampe, or their man, you know, Bohompire. Because of everybody, we have to go and buy another material to sell for the person. Now, all these people fitting, eh? Mechanic, those who learn, sometimes seven years. It's only ministry people think they can do it for one year. Going to Bible school doesn't mean you are ready for ministry. Uh -huh. Following me and praying the microphone, Hamboyobo, hey, and sitting down and watching the practicality. For instance, if I go to America now, my preaching style must change depends on where I'm preaching. God has to give me grace to learn how to preach in a typical white church. Because I saw the people No, you see them carrying their Bible and going home. Straight. You must have grace for every apostle Paul said, to the Jew, I become like a Jew. To the Gentile, I become like a Gentile. I become all things to all men. So sometimes you can, you can be a local champion, but you don't have international ministry yet. I've gone to places to preach with my wife eh? and you can count that we are, we, there was a place we, we went there. We never saw a black man till we left the country. We were the only black people in their place. We have gone to places, many like that. We were in a community where the only black people, I'm telling you, you go there, one day we were in a play. You were in a play. And if I say, D, they're playing. But you see, the Americans, I realize something about them. They are even comfortable with those who come from Africa. When they are around, so they came to me, where do you come from? I said, Ghana. Oh, your children are well behaved. I said, thank you. Okay. Thank you. What do you do for a living? And so the one who are preaching, they don't even say amen. I'm to meet all straight. And if you don't tell you, you think the word is not going to them. Because we are all preachable, say no musu. I'm going to say, they're not, okay, preach on. No, they don't do that. They are very, very sanctimonious. But the word, sometimes all preachable say, oh my son, I'm going to go to no musu. Giving their life, oh, I'm going to go to the church. No, 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 they are there like that. God will move you and not move. So the first time I went there, I was just and confiding on preacher of the two and the Lord told me, say, Hey, you have to learn to be different to other people. No. When I went to Dr. Cho's church, I saw something about them. They sit very quiet. You see the way they behave. And so people have different ways of people don't serve God the way you are serving. God doesn't mean they are not spiritual. So you become different into different men. Some people can sit in church, they are very quiet. But they are soaking the way. So there's a preacher. Hey, but your point, then you preach. He doesn't know anything. He doesn't have no. They will shout in church, they are not growing. By the time trouble comes, they don't have any shocks to handle it. Let me tell you this. Let me conclude by telling you this. It is not how loud you are, it is when crisis comes. You are quiet. And you are on top of the situation. 
based on what is inside you. There are some ladies who see them in church, eh? they are going through heavy duty marital problems, but it doesn't show in their face. They are standing with God, they know things will change, they are rejoicing, they are serving God, they are participating. Whoa! Smarting as if you have been baptized in lemon juice. <laughs> no, you, you can't stand pressure. No, because sometimes your, your husband is your Bible school. Yeah, God can give you a man and he's using that man to bring the best out of you. To shake your patience. So sometimes God can give you a man and all your cross is your husband. So you don't run out. Let me tell you this. There is no shortcut with God. He knows how to take you on a long path. Stay there and learn how to handle situations. Listen to me. Can I say this to you? You don't have a problem. You have a challenge. Oh, nobody catch it. It is dangerous, listen, to think you have a problem. Everything around you is a challenge. And if it's a challenge, you can meet it. If you call it a problem, you might not have a solution. But if it's a challenge, you can handle it. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box GP21421, Accra, or telephone plus 233-303-413-703 or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.